This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. <laughs> That's what happens. Some people just go, woo, and it covers up the people doing the thing that happens every show, except in L.A. This is Doug Loves Movies, and we are recording on Tuesday night, January 16th, 2024, at the Improv Lab at the world-famous Melrose Improv in West Hollywood, California! Yeah! Hot crowd tonight here, and uh, someone in this audience, some lucky individual, is going to win this. I put it on the table to show it off while you were being seated this evening. Some of you have probably been looking at that thing like, wow, 
I wonder if that's a prize or something, or did somebody come to a show here earlier and leave it? No, I brought it, and this is a Roku Ultra HD 4K HDR LMNOP. This thing has fucking got it all. If you're a person that wants a Roku and doesn't have a Roku, it's perfect for your needs. Uh, and like I said, it's ultra for some reason. It's got like a, it's got like a remote control that does what it wants, which is an interesting feature. Like it'll just change the channel when it's tired of what you're watching. So anyway, that is going to be won by somebody tonight. And in addition to that, I'll get your name, put you on the guest list. Two free tickets to see the next Benson movie interruption at... Yeah, it's a good prize. I, I, I'm happy you like that more than the Roku Ultra. Like, fuck that Roku Ultra, but two tickets to go to Dynasty Typewriter on February 6th, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, I bet it's probably, you know, two or three weeks from now. Um, <clears throat> so, so whoever wins tonight's going to get uh, those as well. But before I bring my guests out here, it's time for Doug Plugs. She's Chelsea's so excited for Doug Plugs. Uh, Friday night, January 26th, I'm doing stand-up at the Earl in Atlanta, Georgia. And then Saturday afternoon, January 27th, I'll be the legendary 40-watt club in Athens, Georgia. You know, 420 in the afternoon show at a cool rock club. And then I'll be at The Well in Bakersfield, California. It's a fairly new comedy club there on uh, Saturday night, February 24th. But for all my dates and deeds and links, go to DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com. Yeah, caca. Some other stuff. See, I don't even know it. The whole audience knows it all the time, so I don't have to know it. I was able to forget it. I was able to let it go. Because the audience usually does it for me. Ted Danson, shh. Wallet! Oh, I forgot wallet. How can I forget wallet? Wallet is so good. Okay. Anyway, are you ready to meet the guests tonight? Oh, my goodness. My guests are terrific. Please give it up, everybody, for Natalie Cuomo, Dan Lamorte, and Greg Peroops. Wow. Just look at them, will you? Yay. Yay. Just flew in a day or two ago. Some of you, one of you. Hey, Doug. Is, lives, lives in L.A. Hey, let's meet them individually and uh, alphabetically by first name. Yeah, the twists start this early in the, uh, in the game. <laughs> He's visiting us from New York City. Very funny comedian, Dan Lamort. Happy New Year, Dan. Happy New Year. I didn't done the math quick enough alphabetically that I was going to be first. Right? Yeah. I know. It's I really keep everybody on their toes. I feel. I really keep you toes. off guard. It's another thing we do here is we don't give you anything to put your drink on. Yeah, I'm in that so way. Yeah, everybody I noticed has to just constantly being reaching down all the way to the floor water bottle yeah, to get their water bottle. But I'm, I'm excited that we have three... Uh, Three it's like working in Ireland in the nineties. <laughs> Potato. Okay, so uh, who am I on next? Oh wait, I still have to talk to Dan for a second. Oh, okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 
How's it an going? Ex- it's an exciting start. Yeah, you having a good time so far? I am, I am. It's my We're first time in LA in six years. Jan 16. So you haven't been here since... Uh, tw- the last time I was here was getting dug with high and I was a little fat boy. You got high with me. You were a much heavier man. Yeah, it was and fun then, times. And uh, then you left my side and I, you, you, know, you got away from me. And... <laughs> But also, the also lost the off. weight, but remaining a stoner, which that's that deserves the most applause. Abs, thank you. Yes, because that's really that's tough. You have to maintain your integrity like that. Yeah, but you did it, and uh, congratulations, and thanks for being here. Thank you for having I, me. You know, we're friends and we talk, but like, I don't. I feel like you know movies. Do you feel like you're a movie trivia guy? Not at all. But I'm excited to be here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's all we count. That's all we I like care movies. about. You either have to know movies or, you know, liking them is good too, but know them or just have, you know, have fun. You know, as long as you're doing one of those things, then, then it's a, the game show runs smoothly. Uh, also joining us, <laughs> thanks, Dan, is uh, now I got to work out the alphabet. I didn't think of it through very well. But uh, like I said, he lives here. Give it up, everybody, for Greg Proops. Thank you, Doug. Thank you for having me in a place where there's nowhere to put your drink. <laughs> I'd just like to point out this chair. Oh, yeah, the wobbly chair. It's all set up so you'd never get comfortable. This is some rickety-ass shit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's nice to be here on It's hee-haw. like everything here wobbles. It's like, did you feel that? Did you feel that? It's like a little tumbler going right. on. little earthquake. Yeah, a little earthquake. Oh, shit. Seriously, do you feel it? Yeah, no, no, right? Just feel that. <laughs> have you have you experienced a new earthquake since you got here, Dan? No, but I am excited. Did you Is experience any tonight? when you lived here? What? Back to six years I've ago? I've never been in, a, in an earthquake. Okay, good for you. Congratulations. It's Greg was you... in Candlestick Park during one. Uh, I, no, I, I, I was on my way to Candlestick Park. You were watching Park. the game? Oh, you were on your way to it? Really? Yeah, and um, I was driving a 1975 Buick Deuce and a Quarter, which was 20 four feet long and eight feet wide. And it started to bounce up and down. I was with my friend Reed. We were going to get beer to go watch the game. And um, it started bouncing wildly. And the car in front of us started bouncing wildly. And the telephone line started swinging. This is the Loma Prieta quake. You guys are like, it wasn't the 1906 quake, okay? You fucking cocks. I'm not that old. And uh, uh, I said to my friend, can you believe this car has four flat tires? I swear to you. I was in denial, and he went, um, uh, like I was a, a mental patient, why don't you pull over, Greg? <laughs> so he pulled over, and the car bounced for, it was a 55-second, 58-second quake. It was long. If you've ever been in one, and one day you will, uh, <laughs> the short ones are like, what? But the long ones are like, oh, no, because a minute is plenty of time. To- yeah, like, why isn't this stopping? Right? And then um, we like went to- a car alarm. Like, yeah. you go, oh, maybe yeah. a car really is being stolen. This is why I love San Francisco, though. The people that were at the park, um, you could see uh, Will Durst was outside, and he said you saw the car park go like this, right? Just a rolling wave in all the cars. And every single car alarm, this is the late 80s, every single car alarm went off. And then inside the place shook for a minute. And when it stopped, because of San Francisco, everybody went, yay, play ball. <laughs> and of course, all the players are, as you know, baseball players, by and large, not all of them, tend to be, you know, Trump voting hillbilly, you know, cousin fuckers. And so they were all on the field, 
like, oh God, you know, the world came to an end. It was an epiphany or whatever. And then, of course, it wasn't. But they postponed the game for two weeks and then the Giants lost anyway. So, But there's a happy ending, um, not to that story, but to other stories. And yeah, there's a lot of them that's out why there. That's why we're here. True. That's a good point. We do love a movie with a happy ending. Also joining us... Oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Greg. Happy New Year, Doug. And Merry Christmas as well. No. We didn't War meet... on Christmas. Next year, we're going to meet under the mistle dope. Oh. Where we don't kiss, but we do a power hitter to each other. It's so sweet. Oh, I like that. That is, that is a nice twist on an old favorite. Yeah. Speaking of favorites, another... <laughs> Speaking of segues. Yeah. (laughs) Another comedian I enjoy very much from New York City. Woo! It's Natalie Cuomo! Natalie. Hey, Doug. Hi. (laughs) That was a pretty uh, pumped up uh, intro for your laid back demeanor. Hey, Doug. Oh, wow. Just really bringing it. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so happy to be here. That's so nice that you were all very pleasant return of Happy New Year because I'm trying to push it this year. I'm going to see how long I could say it to people before they start to be like, dude, it's March or whatever. I I already kind of feel like when I walk away from conversations and I say Happy New Year, people are giving me a weird face. They're already like, yeah, take down the tree already. Well, the tree should be down for sure. (laughs) No, it's everything's more everything's more and more delayed, you know. Like, and, yeah. and uh, it's it's weird. Like the Emmys were on last night, and I swear to God, they were giving Emmys to shows that ended a year and a half ago. <laughs> you know, like Better Call Saul. That was on two years ago, right? That it ended. And uh, anyway, uh, is that chair too wobbly for you, Greg? Oh no, it's fantastic. I <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm in a Japanese horror movie from the fifties. And that Tokyo is about to go down, and that Rodan is on my dick, <laughs> eminently. I would love another one if there is any other. Is there any other chairs in there? There's got to be yeah, like. See if this one's better. There's a like... bunch of them at the bar. If if we can get. This oh, one look is at this. Seriously. Oh, Gus flying in with the Appreciate new chair. It, Thank you so much. See, that's the professionalism of the improv. They'll give you a shitty chair to start with, but uh, when you need a better one, they're, Wait, they're you have there to for you. your chair. Greg, what would you do if this chair had a wobble as well? Oh, I don't think it does. I think it's a... Uh, but thank you for asking, because I, I'm an improviser. Yes, and. Uh, I would continue whining in, a, in an extraordinarily humorous way. Uh, it's much better. And thank you. That'll be all. You know, I, uh, I demand solid furniture when I perform, and I think that's been a hallmark of my career over the last It really... You're kind of known for decades. that. Yeah. That's probably why you're mostly just standing there, because well, like, they started never bring you the right furniture. Yeah. I started during the Louis, uh, Louis Kahn's, and of course, we had that furniture then, and then uh, there was the Chippendale period, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, then we did Bauhaus and Minimalist, super uncomfortable, but not wobbly. And then now here we are with the uh, 1985 Coke dealer stools that the improv has managed to whip in here. Uh, this movie, make, this, uh, this stool makes me want to watch Turner and Hooch. <laughs> That's the year it's from. Oh, I, I get it now. I just thought you were like just relying on the word Hooch being so funny because <laughs> it is. It always will be. Uh, thank you to all three of you for being here and letting me say Happy New Year and drinking your waters from off the floor. And before we play some games tonight, 
because we are going to play some games and somebody is going to walk out of here with this beautiful Roku Ultra. Just, so regular Roku doesn't cut it. Regular, if you have regular Roku, just fucking throw it out. Right. Like get rid of it now. Yeah. And then just save up for Ultra Roku because the the things it does for you, it's insane. Because I, I have a I have a razor, you know, a shaving razor. And yeah. I believe on the package it says it's an Ultra. <laughs> yeah. And I was just wondering if, like, that was something that was designated by the Federal Department of Administration. Somebody, I think it's a word you could use about anything and no one can pin you down on it. Like, we'll prove it's ultra. Okay. Because what does ultra even mean? He's an ultra runner. I am an ultra runner. That's the the official term for your kind of running? That is the official term. What does ultra running mean? Any distance that's longer than a marathon. So twenty ultra. It, well, it's, it's, it's a it marathon. Twenty six miles and a three it quarters. It starts or whatever. at thirty one and a half technically. Oh, but, 50K. Oh, but a marathon is isn't it twenty six miles and some yeah. change? But then it would be. Uh, It'd be weird to do them. Yeah. So it's ultra running. They yeah. couldn't just yeah. call it like long distance. Long long running. distance. Yeah, long distance. Yeah. yeah, extra long distance. More it's running. Ultra. It's actually right? yeah. Running plus. I'm gonna pitch Roku running instead. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like it. You saying. run more than 30 miles at, a, at one time? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, no wonder you haven't gained any weight. <laughs> well, that's why I, I still want to eat the way that I did, and I found the loophole just run. Just run like yes. a mad person. That's Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. So you really do still eat like you did? He does. Oh, yeah. You the just amount run of it things off. in my stomach right now is pretty nuts. So how much do you run, how much do you run a day then? Uh, 30 miles a day? He runs ten no, miles a 10 day. Ten miles a day, oh, depending okay. on what uh, type of mood I'm in. If so I'm how long? How long longer. did it take you to get here from New York? <laughs> you know, I started a few weeks ago. <laughs> Great job, Forrest. Um, I got him tattooed on my arm. Hey, there maybe I go. do like hey, hey, I see, got a movie on my I arm. I didn't you. even realize. That's more commitment than any of my other guests yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. motion pictures. Yeah, none of your tats are movies, are they, Natalie? No, no, no movies. I got uh, I got some video games. Oh, close enough. Yeah. And, you know, occasionally they do make a video game into a movie. I would love an Animal Crossing movie. That would be really cool. Like a, it would be just animated animals trying to get across the, no. the thing? That but, nothing but. Uh, no, it would be animated um, figurines fake farming. Oh, I see. Yeah. You got one fan on that one. Yeah, Thank I you. Think somebody's in. So Thank you. That's how yeah. an that's idea cool. starts. I see you. They actually they have a like T Pain has a song like a song music video. So we're halfway there. Oh okay. Yeah. T Pain. Yeah. Living on a prayer. <laughs> you no, said you were halfway there. That's Bon Jovi. As Joe, as that's the comic JBJ. from San Francisco, the late great Dexter Madison used to say, Bon Jovi, of course, in French means. Good Jovi. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Before we play the games today, uh, I want to ask each of you to name for me your favorite film from last year. So if you didn't see a lot of films, obviously just pick one from the ones you did see. And uh, we'll start with Dan. What's your number one? I was a big fan of David Fincher's The Killer. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people you watch did it in the like cinema it, or on the, or on the Netflix. On my couch. On the couch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked the little scene where he's doing yoga. 
I don't know. It was just, it was boring enough. I'm a, I like, you know, I like when people say they can't imagine watching paint dry. I can. I like those kind of things. And that movie felt like that for me. It was nice and slow. Not a big payoff. Wow. I could recommend a lot of movies to you. Please. Because that's, that that's, that's the them. kind I don't like is slow and no payoff. <laughs> that's my least favorite. So they tend to stick in my brain when that when I feel like happens. it was just artsy enough to keep me intrigued. So you're a fan of the whole uh, uh, Sofia Coppola oeuvre, I imagine. I just like seeing like how a guy like that, how his life fell apart kind of just because of one wrong shot. Yeah. Well, uh, the, th- the crazy thing about The Killer is I don't know about anybody. Is it, who's seen The Killer? Applaud if you've seen it. Yeah, that's what I. That was the vibe I was feeling in the room. Yeah, was that none of us have seen it. No, but uh, I barely watch any. But David Fincher. Yeah. So you know, obviously. uh, And the Obama movie where the world ends. That was a good one. Leave the world behind. Oh, why you call that an Obama movie? He produced it. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you just had really weird politics. No, no, he was. And that end of the world the story is like, oh, that Obama movie, <laughs> yeah. where the world is, comes to an end. It's bothersome that, like, you know, the former president produced the movie about the end of the world. Right? Why? Because you can get all conspiracy theorists if you're like stoned watching the movie, you get freaked out, and then you see like executive produced by the Obamas, and you're like, <gasps> that'd be funny if it said the Obama administration. Instead of that's the name of their just, studio. Just his name, but uh, yeah, well, you know, he's probably he. He's bored. He's doing some projects. Exactly, and he's probably getting stoned of off his ass while yeah. he does it. It's one of many. Getting stoned, golfing. He makes a, a best movies list every year, and this year the movies he produced made the list. So things are going good. And the, this one was based off a book that was on his favorite books list. So we're skipping over to you, Natalie. Is that your number one no, movie? No, I hated that movie. I okay. actually hated okay, it. Okay, now I'm glad to hear that because when Dan said that that was his number two after The Killer, I was really losing faith in Dan's uh, taste. No, no. You should that movie, lose faith that movie God. is so fucking dumb. I, no, well, I, I, I hated it. It kept me up all <laughs> night. I mean, it was just gruesome. It bothered me. I, it was bo- gruesome? Yes, I don't need to see uh, my everyone dying. It's, it's oh, uncomfortable. Oh, I see. Like, why do I... I have enough anxiety during the day. I don't need to watch my anxieties play out at night. Are we talking about the same movie? Like, Julia Roberts lives through the whole fucking thing. What do you mean? But uh, you, Spoilers. The plane crashes. Like, I don't want to watch that. Oh, we I didn't see. know anyone on the plane. Is this how you comforted her when you were watching No, it? we don't ever... We're not allowed to watch anything that gives her nightmares, which is everything. You know, she wants movies of animals crossing roads. So I got... There's not much I could work with here, Doug. Listen, Those animals could get hurt. <laughs> yeah, one of them gets into violence. The plane. Yeah, exactly. I could work with you that. You really didn't find that movie to be anxiety-inducing at all. Well, yeah, because I was like, let's go. Where is this going? What's the point of this? And then it would just go off in these weird different uh, directions. I, I found people found that movie very frustrating to I watch. mean, listen, but I didn't... That's a, I like your take on it. I though. didn't think it was good, but I did think, wow, this is making me anxious. Yeah. This is really you making it... You should watch it... the first half of Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds. No. That's a good that one. Really, but that, like the movie, the air goes out of it by the end of it. But okay. like the tension in the first hour or so of that movie's pretty damn good. Is All right, Mark Wahlberg so, in that movie? Which one? War of the Worlds? No, no that's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Wow, that's where I'm at. I'm thinking Mark Wahlberg's in it, which I think would be a better movie. 
Now, Mark Wahlberg's in the one where the wind blows a lot, and then people walk backwards, and then it's somehow it's scary. We did that as one of your movie interruptions. Yeah, he's a science teacher. That? That's right. He, and, he, and he's he, the he, one that he, figures out yeah, that yeah. If you walk slowly backwards, you could die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's not very yeah. good. That's I an thought M. that was the Michael Jackson documentary. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, now. That was Killers of the Flower Moonwalk. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moonwalk. That you was heard solid. Me. Moonwalking, you guys. That was, no, no. that was so that quick. That was fast. Just relax, you guys. Relax. That was really okay, good. ease into it. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Greg. We'll get to you in a second, Natalie. Greg, uh, favorite movie of last year? I didn't see that many movies. I saw Barbie. It was all right. I liked that. Um, and um, I didn't see uh, 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 Oppenheimer yet because uh, I didn't want to. And then uh, 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 there was a bunch of movies uh, I was going to. What was that one? Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. I was going to see that. And then I remembered, like, I don't, I'm older now and I don't have that much time left. Yeah. And I didn't have time for that movie in my life. I think that one was even from the previous year. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. Uh, I liked um, on television um, uh, <laughs> Zone Blanche and uh, Lupin, two awesome French shows that would maybe be a little scary. Zone Blanche might be scary for you, Thank but you. Lupin is a Diamond Thief one, and that one's really good. Have you seen that with Omar Sy? No, I anyone watched that? I one? don't know any of the words. He's you're a using. Diamond Thief in, in modern Paris, and it, yeah, it's really good. But that's a TV program. It's a TV program, but I watched it as if it was a movie. I got high and I sat in a very cushy chair. Oh, I saw uh, Indiana Jones and the, the errant dial that didn't work properly. And um, that one really, there was no, I was waiting for a shipment of donkey donks to arrive that was big enough to accommodate the movie, but it never did. Because um, that movie really, really chewed the biggie. Uh, at one point he's young and they've made Harrison Ford yeah I hate that and then um, Phoebe uh, Waller-Fafa was in it and it just didn't nothing happened in that movie it was as if like the third Star Wars movie the fourth one it was as if they hadn't watched the other Indiana Jones it did seem a little out of touch with the the series like they knew how to touch on the nostalgia of those movies but like it was its own weird thing. Here, I'll just say one little thing. At the end, Karen Allen comes back because she was, you know, in, in the first Indiana Jones movie. And I, all I could think of was, hey, you could have had her for the whole movie. And that would have been the plot. Instead of we're looking for a, a sundial that Aristotle lost or something, I was completely flummoxed by yeah, the significance of the, of the artifact. Yeah, I mean, the Holy Grail, or what, what, what was the first one? Was it the Holy Grail? <laughs> That's what they're searching for, or whatever is the Grail, but it's uh, the, the Lost Ark. You know, the and there was Nazis, and they melted, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, as it's been pointed out on this show in the past, the, the first Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, he's such an amazing uh, archaeologist and teacher, and he really knows what he's doing, and uh, he just tells Marion to close her eyes when they open the Ark. And it, yeah. wor- and it works. Yeah. Everyone melts, and they're just like, just stand there with their eyes closed. Yeah. Okay, if we just, okay, we're good? Okay. It's a very right. uh, very strange solution to the problem. But then again, in uh, part four, he ends up in a, uh, uh, a refrigerator during an atomic bomb explosion. So uh, who knows what, uh, George Lucas has got a lot of crazy ideas. 
Oh, I know what I like. The Woman King with Viola Davis. Which there you go. That's also from the previous year. But oh, uh, I thought it was from last year. I think it was the previous year. But um, What about the banshees that yelled at each other in Ireland same. for two fucking hours? Same. Oh, fucking wow. Movie. With the finger throwing. Oh, God. Oh. White people. <laughs> Natalie, you white must have hated not only the fingers, but also dog the eating the, the dog fingers and then yes, dies from the eating do- fingers. Oh, that was heartbreaking when the dog ate the finger. Yeah. Brutal. You I've, guys know what I'm talking about. Chelsea, you haven't the seen Harry the Potter Banshees guy, of Inisherin? I say don't if Do your you reaction to that was bad. You guys must know what we're talking about. That movie no, just proved that you white do. people will watch other white people do fucking anything. The dog ate the finger. For two hours and then go, oh my God, the acting was so powerful and white. Like, Jesus Christ with Ireland. Whatever. All right, so what's your... I ate some your... Lucky Charms to purge myself of that movie. <laughs> Because they're the frosted oat cereal. I did an Irish tap dance. <laughs> the which one? What does that mean? Like leaving the party early? Yeah. Yeah. But with a loud noise. <laughs> you say goodbye to no you one. You dance your way scene. out? Yes. I, I was just guessing. I had no was idea. Barbie from this year? Barbie yes. was, yes. Yeah, okay, well, I saw that. Okay. So we're marking you down for the, your favorite movie was the one that you just happened to see. Yeah. I love it. It was good, though. I, you know, I love the, femini- the feminist message. I thought it was important, you know, whatever. I thought the movie turned into Ken about halfway through, and then there was about 45 minutes of Ken, the movie. And it was it like, was wait really a minute. It was really Ken-heavy for such a feminist movie. Oh, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> the middle of the movie was all about him, and I was like, if you're just an appendage with no appendage, then really hit the sidelines, bro hum. <laughs> That was my only objection. He had big dickless energy. <laughs> totally. He had such smooth spot energy. Yeah, I thought there was way too much of him in the middle of it. I love the beginning and whatnot, and I love the speech and all that and whatever, but, uh, and then the ending, you know, but, but, you know. It's a Hollywood movie. What are you going to do? Like, at no point is Hollywood ever going to commit to anything resembling fucking feminism or equality or anything like that. That they're, they're always going to make a movie that kind of, hey, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you want that, you have to go see real people or a documentary right. or something. You, know, you can't watch a Barbie and then go, I thought they missed the polemic boat. <laughs> I swear Barbie and Oppenheimer both really, really benefited from just the weird weirdness of them opening the same weekend and the media deciding that that was like, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, my the God. Cra- craziest thing they've ever heard of. And the, the man who invented the nuclear bomb and a doll. It's crazy. You know, I really enjoyed Kate McKinnon in that yeah, Barbie. Yeah, Weird Barbie is a great concept. I, I would have lo- really liked more fun. of that. But she's very funny, yes. Yeah. I wish they, they gave her more. That I would have watched a whole movie of her. You may, right? You may just get to. Didn't you think it got Ken heavy in the middle? It did get Ken heavy. And I also felt like I, I didn't. I didn't appreciate how they had a scene of Margot Robbie crying, being like, I'm ugly. I was like, all right, you're pushing it a little bit. Uh-huh. That was a little too much. I watched the whole movie over her shoulder on the plane. <laughs> I didn't hear any of Barbie, but I did see the entire I, I thing. Can I ask spend... you something? Were you frightened later, and did you have a nightmare? No, I liked all the colors. Oh, okay. I'm a big colors guy, I really. I mean, I, I spent like sure. two hours. The I woman mean, spent at the, the coffee shop called it quirky. Your, your, a quirky shirt? She said that. You know what was I would a say? Quirky choice. This is fun and different. 
I told her it was a good shirt to walk around in, which made it worse. It was the weirdest thing I could have said. To walk around in? Yeah, I don't know what I meant by it. Do you, you mean know. walking or ultra walking? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Just, you know, your regular normie walking. Normie walking, okay. Dan's actual favorite movie of the year was Chicken Ultra Run. What was that? It was, uh, came out this year as a cartoon. <laughs> Oh, I got it. I do watch a lot of documentaries of people just running. So uh, my taste is very boring. What, you, what will white people watch? Other white people running. That's Jeepers, about... creepers, you guys. <laughs> okay, finally, Natalie, it's your turn to oh. name your favorite well, I thought film. she did. No, she, we talked about some stuff with her, but oh, okay. didn't get a final answer. Well, the, the three movies that came out this year that I saw were... The Killer. <laughs> Are we supposed to guess which one's your favorite after you tell us all three? Sure. Okay. I saw The Killer. Okay, you didn't like that. The End of the World one. You didn't like that. And uh, Barbie. Barbie. So, yeah. So we got two Barbies But I will say stage. this. I did not see the last 18 minutes of Barbie. The plane did land. Um, <laughs> you don't even know how it ends? I looked up the Billie Eilish song, and I enjoyed uh, it. It's such a... That song's so funny to me that it's from Barbie, and it's like the most... Like sad, slow, slow ass. I spent song. the whole movie just being like, "Damn, Margot Robbie is so pretty, and America Ferrera is really cool." And I think that was my takeaway. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need no stinking ending. I don't, I you felt frustrated. Like we saw the scene part, with... the, the, we saw the mink get thrown. Yeah, that's what yeah. I saw. I oh, hear. Ryan Gosling throwing his fur coat. Yeah. Yeah, and then the uh, atomic bomb goes off, and uh, all of the dolls melt. Yeah. And then Obama comes out. <laughs> it's frustrating Thanks, to think that they're trying to like encapsulate this full message in this movie. I don't know if they fully got that, but it was a cute attempt. It was that's a, I felt like it like was trying to do a lot of things and didn't do it all successfully, but did enough of it well that uh, it certainly a lot of people loved it, and it was a movie for yeah. them as a you know white old straight person uh, man. I enjoyed really, it. It really wasn't. None of it was for me, and I still liked it. So I, I liked it. Yeah, exactly. I definitely, All right. yeah. We got two Barbies and a killer. This is really good. This is really good for... How does that uh, make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel Sounds like okay. uh, nobody's going to walk away from this, uh, listening to this episode with a new movie recommendation to check out, because well, we all saw Barbie, and uh, the killer... Uh, people seem to have little interest in. The killer Great was soundtrack. Like, no. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's all the Smiths. Oh, it is only the Smith songs is the soundtrack. The entire time? It's, it's okay, I'm back Smiths. in. It's I'm great in. music. I love when a director, even if it doesn't work, I still love the commitment. That was fun. It was all the Smiths. one artist to have their music throughout the whole movie, like Garfunkel, uh, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. I almost called him Garfunkel and Oates. I, I know. <laughs> Simon, I was going to say. Simon it wasn't Garfunkel, Garfunkel and Oates, Doug. And, uh, well, they, you know, they could do it. They it could write all the songs for a like movie. It felt very much like a video game. You're watching like a, a video game. POV throughout the movie. Yeah. And all the lyrics really matched up with the uh, with the scenes, which was cool because they were Smith songs, but all yeah. Right. I, I am going to check it out for sure. Dan's dad didn't like it. Okay, now I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going back and forth on this. All right, we're going to play some games after this uh, break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. We are back. And let me recap what happened during the break. Uh, Dan is going to play for Blockbuster Brian, and Greg is going to play for Yvonne with an E and on both ends and natalie is playing for korea costco <laughs> her real name isn't her real last name isn't costco that's just i call her that because she's got a costco card and i am impressed all right wait we play for them or they play for us oh because uh, wait <laughs> I thought How can they play like for you? They're sitting friends. in the audience. Like, because I don't know movies, so I'm going to Brian. Oh, well, wait till you hear how the last game works, oh, and then you can use a lifeline if yes. you need it. Okay. And it's your new friend who you're playing on behalf of. BB. Yeah, but uh, don't get ahead of me. We're only on the first game, and it's a game that I like to call The Price is Wrong, Bitch. <laughs> I gotta remember to raise my hands as I'm saying it because that was a, there was a real delay on that. Uh, here's how it works: We are gonna play a pricing game like they do, like my friends do on uh, The Price Is Right, and uh, let's make a deal. <laughs> and, uh, I want the three of you to each guess. We'll start with Dan, then we'll go to Greg, then we'll go to Natalie. But anybody could change their answer at any point. Uh, but I want you each to bid, tell me, without going over, whoever's the closest without going over wins, the price of Roku Ultra. Oh. Yeah, right? I know you probably haven't been pricing Roku Ultras, so it's a tricky thing to have to guess. But Dan, start us off. $85. You think this retails for $85 on the uh, Roku dot com website is that where you purchased it i did not (laughs) i didn't purchase it they they sent it to me and said you know here's a roku if you need it and turns out i don't need it (laughs) because i have a roku tv that's the thing they're making roku tv now tvs now so i don't know why you need this you're not making it sound good for them Maybe. I don't know. Uh, So 85 bucks is Dan's guess. Greg, what do you think this would go for? Two buffalo pelts (laughs) and and a pile of glass. (laughs) Was that like, is that a useful thing for the uh, uh, Indian? I'm used to trading a lot on the road, so I don't really. Do your gigs pay you in wampum? A lot of people don't uh, use cash anymore. I just don't use anything but the barter system. I would say half a peck of cucumbers. Okay. And uh, a bag of figs. Okay. And Natalie, what do you think? How much uh, do you think this thing goes for? Say 120. 
120 bucks. And no items. No and bag of figs. Can I change you need mine? Somewhere in the <laughs> yes. Can I add a little bit of an item? You can, but I don't. This item thing, I don't know how it's going to play into it because it's dollars and cents is what I know uh, to be the answer. Oh. So that's what I'm looking for. All right. This is like if you went on Prices Right and said so no blankets, and then they would have you escorted from the building, <laughs> and they would pick another <laughs> contestant. It'd be cool to add a little bit of an item with it, but okay. Go ahead. What item? No, no. Alright. Um, you, you sure? Greg, what's your changed answer? What do you want to change it to? 50 million Turkish lira. Okay. <laughs> I said no going over, right? Or is Turkish lira, like, is it like yen or something? Where it's like, is it no, they're like Turkish lira, lira, Doug. Yeah. No, they don't have a lot of value. Uh, you, have to, you have to use a lot of lira to uh, get uh, Turkish delight in Istanbul. <laughs> But in Ankara, I think you could bargain them down. Okay. All right, so I'm going to have to just make a judgment call on this because uh, I'm not that familiar with uh, Lyra and uh, you know how many it would cost for, for this particular item. So, Oh, can I just change it one more time? <laughs> it's a Turkish Ultra Lyra. Part that you got that in. Uh, <laughs> uh, it retails, according to the one site I went to, for $99.99. Oh. Dan Lamort, you won the first game you've ever played on Douglas Movies. You dominated it. There we go. We're going to get you that Took Roku. it down. You. <laughs> Ryan is so excited. Yeah. You're going to watch Blockbusters on that. And you're not even going to need your Blockbuster card anymore. You're not going to need the commute to Ben to rent movies. You can just uh, chill right here in Los we Angeles. We didn't have a Blockbuster in my town. We had a guy named Mark who had a movie store. He, you know what? It's weird. He still follows me on Facebook, and he'll leave messages. Like, I used to love seeing you walk around the store. And he was... Yeah, now that I that's said it not, out loud, that's it's pretty right. bad. That's not right. Well, I guess it's good he went out of business. Oh, that's too bad. I mean, it's hard to keep a business going because he had such a weird name. It was called Mark of the Covenant. And uh, it's just like people didn't get it. They didn't know it was a movie reference. They were just like, this this place sounds like a cult. True story. He does really still hang around there. I believe you. He, he says does? he's going to open the store again one day. I don't believe him. I don't think the market's coming to back. To do what? Yeah, what's he going to yeah. do with it? Like, I, I'm going to tell the state not to let him probably. <laughs> But people are getting frustrated that they don't have physical copies of things anymore because these fucking rich corporate corporations keep pulling, um, you know, content from their things and then making them available nowhere. They're just like yeah. burying things. It's very, it's very strange. Stock up on your DVDs now for the next. I mean, for a second, it felt like, oh, you don't need DVDs at all anymore because just all movies are just out there somewhere, even if you just have to pay a couple bucks to see it or whatever. But it's uh, it's it's. it's Maybe yeah, letting multinational corporations take control of all of our mainstream entertainment wasn't as great an idea as it sounded like at the beginning. <laughs> Knowing with their love of art and their, uh, their disdain for commerce and that they would immediately go into the business of archiving everything and making it free for future generations to enjoy and therefore promoting cinema. However, you may have noticed that Disney in the last few years has really come up with this great idea where they've redone every movie they've done in the last 20 years <laughs> over again. Because evidently, there's no more writers in Hollywood. They're all dead, 
And, well, they uh, have to write that. They have to write these remakes. Right. Oh, well, fair enough. That's gotta you be, got me that's there. That's got to be See, very that's what, rewarding. That's why I'm not in a multinational corporation, and you could be, because I wouldn't have thought, oh, we have to get someone to come in and write it worse than it was <laughs> and have Timothy Chalamet play Willy Wonka that, and yeah. shit upon my dreams <laughs> and destroy what a young boy once loved <laughs> by making it facile, vapid, and even more shallow than it could have possibly been comprehended by any human. Where are you at with the Paddington films? I like the Paddington film Paddington because... Paddington Bear? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a, grip, a gripping exploration of people from Peru's troubles in England. <laughs> I, I, love the, I love Paddington Bear. Me too. I love the sculpture. I love the little bear. You haven't seen the movies though? No, I, I just love... There's two feature-like movies waiting for you I, no. and a third what one does, on the way. What kind of antics does Elizabeth. the bear get into? He, he, he got lost, he and gets, he's got a tag on him. He causes a lot of problems that he doesn't mean to cause. Is he's, it like a clean Ted? He doesn't mean to do it. Kind of, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a troublemaker, but he does, doesn't do it on purpose, and he has a cute little British accent. True or false? He's yeah. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was an easy answer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to phone Brian. He's really for that cute. One. But anyway, this new Wonka is the same creative, you know, same director as those uh, Paddington films, so it's got a similar uh, color palette. But I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet. But you, you didn't see the Wonka, Craig. Uh, no, I was gonna go see the Willy Wonka movie, and then I remembered I had to. I was busy that day. I had to pull my eyes out. And feed them to a passing dog. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew you were going to do something terrible instead of seeing Willy Wonka. I didn't see the Johnny Depp one either because I remember. Bad but one. I did, however, watch the Gene Wilder one over again on a plane about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The Depp one is creepy. The, the Oompa Loompa oh, yeah. is the same. It's, it's the same guy over and over again. Mm, it it's a dumb me effect. Off. It's dumb. Yeah, it's not it's right. Not cool. Not cool. But I don't know about this Wonka movie. It sounds like it doesn't have a lot of Oompas. Or Lumpus. But anyway, I haven't seen it. I, I don't think anyone, uh, I don't think you take on a Gene Wilder role. And like, l let's push that a little. Well, you know, uh, Jeremy Allen White could do it. Well, but he looks like him, yes. That's but what I mean... I'm saying. <laughs> Every time there's a close-up of him now, I just can't unsee Gene Wilder, especially Gene Wilder at the end of Willy Wonka when he's all upset and he's about to say, I said good day, sir. Like, that scene, like if you put that next to a current picture of Jeremy yeah. Allen White, they just it's amazing how similar they look. But we got to play some games, and we got one more coming up here that uh, Dan gets to play. Uh, he gets to go first, and we switch the order around, so it's gonna go it's gonna go Dan, and then uh, where did it go last time? Oh, it'll go Dan, Natalie, Greg. All right, here we go, and the game is called. This is, because you're here, Greg. I have to play this. It's a game we play on the show a lot. It's called, Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? <laughs> All right, here's how it works. Dan gets to go first. Dan, I will tell you the tagline from a motion picture, and then I will say three movies that it could be the tagline of, and you have to guess which one you think it is. All right. Yeah, and then if you miss it, then uh, Natalie gets a chance with the two remaining choices. If she misses, Greg would get the first gimme point because he would know that the answer is the one remaining uh, of the three. 
And then every time someone gets one right, we start with the next person on the next one. And first person at three points wins. Ready, Dan? Yes. Here we go. Uh, the tagline is, this is the way it was. This is the way it was. Larry the Cable Guy, health inspector. No, I give you choices. Oh, okay. After your hilarious answer, then I give three choices. It's like Hollywood Squares. <laughs> they always have a joke answer ready to go, and then the real answer. Uh, between these three films, Dan, one million years B.C., 10,000 B.C., or year one? Oh, shit. I'm going to yeah. go year one. This is the way it was. Year one is your answer. That is incorrect. Got it. Sorry, Brian. Please don't apologize every time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> might not happen again, though. You never know. You might be right every time after this. Uh, Natalie, the remaining options are 1 million years B.C. or 10,000 B.C. This is the way it was. Um, I'm going to go with 10,000 B.C. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Greg, is it one million years BC? Wow. <laughs> I don't I didn't see the one million BC, but I saw uh, beneath one million BC the ultra years. Um uh, clan of the of the cave bears. Yes, I, I will say it's one million. Is that the one with the Raquel Welch? I believe it is. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. They speak cave English. Have you ever noticed in all the cave movies? Like, it's basically English, but they just kind of jazz it up. They'll go like, gob. Stop. Rah. What? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I get it. 1966 with Raquel Welch. And oh, my God, the Pampooties. And then she has little fur pampooties. Oh yeah, and a fur bikini. Yeah, bikini. Yeah, that's pretty. Now, now you hit movie. a word. You hit on a word I know. Um, bikini. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I didn't know that other word that he was saying with bikini. Yeah, it's one of the most famous. Uh, next to I think Ursula Andress or Holly Berry's, it's one of the most famous bikinis. The two, yeah, the two Bond ladies in their bathing yeah. suits and then uh, the fur bikini yeah. that Raquel Welch. Good movie. Sporting. There's a dinosaur and two tribes. It's complex, man. <laughs> I mean, it was the By way... By the way, dinosaurs live amongst people in that movie, which is pretty awesome. I mean, it was the way it was, Greg. Uh, that's why the tagline so That's right apt. there. The tagline really nailed it. Yeah, yeah. They All right. So Greg is on the board. Greg's got one point. <laughs> Back to you, Dan. <clears throat> what movie do you think has the tagline, The Ultimate Trip? The Ultimate Trip. Is it 2001, A Space Odyssey? 2010, The Year We Make Contact? Or Spaceballs? Uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. That is correct. Yeah. Dan is on the board. Yeah. Dan is killing it. Don't have to apologize to anybody, Dan. Nope. <laughs> All right. One point for Dan, one point for Greg. Natalie, you're up first on this next one. All right. The great. She means business, man. Yeah, she put her uh, 
her beverage down, her, her water, water bottle down. down. She's ready to go. The great holiday show that sets the screen aglow is the tagline. Which motion picture? It's a musical. Which one do you think oh. it is? White Christmas, Singing in the Rain, or 1776? <laughs> the great holiday show that sets the screen aglow. Can I hear the options again? Yes. White Christmas, Singing in the Rain, or 1776? Well, here's the thing. I don't feel like it's 1776. I feel like Singing in the Rain's a musical, but it's not Christmassy. Um, yeah, I agree with that, I so, guess. So, I guess I'd have to go with a White Christmas. Okay, that's incorrect. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait a minute. Wait a second. How did that happen? <laughs> Greg? So, we've eliminated White Christmas. Mm -hmm. As we should from all of our lives. The great holiday show that sets the what aglow? Uh, the screen. As oh, the in screen. the silver screen, yes. Yeah, certainly. Screen. I'm going to say Singing in the Rain, just to be contrary. Okay, you might as well. There's no reason to win. Uh, that is incorrect. <laughs> Dan Lamore, what do you think it is? The last one left. You don't, you don't even remember the, the number? The year our country was born? Oh, 1776. That's right. Dan is correct. And yeah. he's got two points now. The year the white people country was yeah. born. Okay, there was another country before that. Yeah, I don't. I guess. I guess that. the holiday they're referring to is the Fourth of July. Yeah. Boo! So stupid. Boo! That was a trick question. It's like Hamilton yeah. without any coolness. Hang on tight. There's going to be trick questions. <laughs> if we did straightforward question, okay. Dan's on the board again. He's got two. Craig's got one, but we're back to you, Natalie. Wow. This is yours. This point is yours for the taking. I don't know. <laughs> the tagline is, welcome to the reckoning. Is this the tagline for the reckoning from 2003? The reckoning from <laughs> 2000. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> or the dark night rises can i hear the tagline again welcome to the reckoning and can i hear the options again the reckoning from 2003 the reckoning from 2020 or the dark night rises and can i hear the tagline again welcome to the reckoning use and it in a sentence Welcome to the reckoning, <laughs> bitch. I'm going to say, and it's either... Reckoning, reckoning, or Dark Knight Rises. And what are the first two options oh again? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, watch it. I'm going to go with the reckoning... 2003 or 2020? You know what, Doug? What do you think it is? If I had to guess... Listen, listen. Pick one. I, I'm gonna definitely go for uh, the earlier one, the earlier film. 2003. Incorrect. <laughs> nope, that's not what I said. <laughs> I said. <laughs> All right, Greg. Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> I'll be happy to talk about that some other time, but for now, you need to say the reckoning. Or The Dark Knight Rises. I'm going to go uh, Dark Knight Rises. That is correct. Oh. 
Yes, that's a line. Welcome that, uh, to the reckoning. Yes, exactly what he sounds games. like in that movie. Yeah. Yes, Bane. Doug, Bane was played that by was Axel Rose. I hate to admit this, but I'm a little bit of a movie buff. <laughs> Why are you admitting it? You know, I actually almost didn't get into acting school when I was younger because I told them I I didn't like movies. <laughs> wow! Why would they? That's so they funny. Like mom, actors cannot like movies. They, they told my mom like we we don't want to accept her because she told us that uh, she doesn't like movies. And I was like, yeah, I like Broadway. Okay, but, that's acting. But they were like, no, you need to like movies. Oh, that seems they but, don't seem to understand how it works. Uh, those people, they, they guided you in the wrong direction. I'm glad you found the stage one way or the other by becoming a comedian. Whose turn is it? Dan. No. I feel like I've gone first in all of these games. Greg just got that one, so it, it is. you're right, it is Dan's turn. <laughs> by the way, how many points are we playing for, Doug? Because we first seem person to have done... did three, like I said at the beginning. Well, we're close. Oh, you said yeah. three at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, this is... But it's always good to remind everybody we're playing to three points. Okay. And uh, but all this talking that has nothing to do with the game is throwing me off. <laughs> so whose turn is it? Do you really think is it Dan's? Yes. Because you because Greg got the last one right, right? Okay. Because uh, we were going. What order were we going in? Natalie, then Dan, then Greg. Dan, Natalie, Greg. So well, we're back to Dan, Dan then Dan. Natalie. All right. <laughs> Dan, this is for the win. If you can get this one. I'll take another If you chance. can get it, it's for the win. Here you we go. This. Here we go. <laughs> Fight, dream, hope, love. Is that the tagline for The Princess Diaries? The Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement, or Les Miserables? You know, I think it has royal engagement vibes. It seems like a, a second movie kind of feel. Is that your answer? That is my answer. Incorrect. Ah, Natalie. What are the What are the options? <laughs> Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to get Natalie on the board. Princess Diaries or Les Mis? Um, it's definitely not Princess Diaries. No, so you're saying Les Mis? Les Mis Can you just yes. say the words Les Mis? Les Mis, Les Mis is correct! You know why I knew that one too, right, Doug? Yeah. Because you love the stage. Thank you. You don't know nothing about this movie version of no, it. No, I don't know the movie you version. You didn't see all the... I know it because of On My Own. All the hope and the love and the dreaming and the fighting. It was all yes. in there, but it was also true of the Princess Diary movies, so good job. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, Only good right. thing about Princess Diaries is the makeover scene. Okay. All you, right. You like a good montage. I get it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like a glasses break. Mm. Greg, this is for the win. Okay. Because you got two points, buddy. The tagline is, it's hotter than hell. <laughs> <laughs> is that the tagline for Volcano, Dante's Peak, or Krakatoa, East of Java? What was the second one? Dante's Peak. Oh, Dante's with Peak. With the great Pierce It's hotter than Brosnan. hell is the tagline. Exclamation point. That was the uh, a tagline for a movie I hell. saw in San Francisco in the 80s called um, All Hands on Dick. <laughs> it was this nautical-themed movie. A lot of guys in it. 
And the, the tagline was hotter than hell. Oh, so these three. It's hotter than hell. Uh, it's not Krakatoa east of Java. Yeah, I happen to know that one. So I'm going to say it's um, uh, Dante's Peak. Incorrect. Correct. <laughs> Correctly incorrect. Dan? I'll go with the east of Java. Incorrect. Natalie? I told you it wasn't east of Java. <laughs> he tried to tell you. I wish people on Jeopardy would tell the other contestants what and by the, the answer way, is not. Krakatoa is west of Java. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> For real. That's true. It's written here on this piece of paper. It's the kind of thing I would say is the host. And uh, I'm glad that one of the guests knows as much as I do about Krakatoa east of Java. I wrote down it's actually west unless they mean unless they mean coffee. Yeah, yeah. And when it when it blew up, um, the, the sunsets were bright red around the world for about two years. You talk about climate change. It blew so much material into the air that places were blocked out, crops failed, the whole enchilada. Wait, Krakatoa was a volcano? Yeah, that's the idea Try here. Is it's three films. <laughs> you, you notice the three other two volcano movies, movies. The other two movies had a volcano theme. <laughs> yeah. Context. I, knew what, I didn't know what Dante's was. Yeah. So Natalie's going to say the word volcano. Volcano. That's correct. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, did she just get three points with that one? I don't think so. There's one more. Everybody's got two. This is so exciting. It's really, this really has ended way moment. more exciting than I thought it would. We've got a three-way tie. and <laughs> That was a good movie, Greg by the way. gets to go first. Which okay. one? Three-way tie. We have oh, to cut the Roku okay. in three. All right. Here we go. The tagline was, it's hotter than hell. <laughs> all right. Greg, this is all on you. If you, okay. get, if you get this, you win the game. All right. <laughs> Heaven and earth are about to collide. Is that the tagline for when worlds collide, deep impact, or Armageddon? Armageddon. Incorrect. Oh. Dan, this is for the win. Yes. 50-50 shot. You can do this. It was not Armageddon, so the remaining two are... Wait, which one did you say, Greg? Um, I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I said Armageddon, which it wasn't. The other two are Deep Impact and some other movie where when worlds collide. Worlds collide. I'm gonna which go one, Deep Dan? Impact. You threw me off, uh, Dan, with your uh, logic there, but that is correct. <laughs> it is Deep Impact. <laughs> Heaven and Earth collide. What the fuck? Now I'm starting to think it's when world. It really feels like it should be when worlds collides, right? But anyway, uh, congratulations, Dan. You won yes. that game. And you know what that means? You get to go first in our final game that we're going to play right after this break. We'll be right back. <laughs> we're back. Yay. Thank you, everybody, for being here on a Tuesday night at the lab, at the improv, coming to see what's on the slab. And now we're going to play a game to determine our winner today. Uh, Dan won that last game, so he gets to go first in Super Last Person Standing. Yeah. All right. So uh, 
Dan, go to uh, your person that you're playing on behalf of, who is Blockbuster Brian. Yes, sir. And Brian, you understand the assignment. In this game, you need to name an actress that will take turns naming their films. Who would you like to pick tonight? Have you looked over Dan and listened to his uh, what his likes and dislikes there is are? Slim Pickens. <laughs> like, to think of an actress you think Dan might be good at. Okay, just pick one then. I don't mean to put that extra pressure on you. Just name an actress you like or something. Uh, uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is a great example. She just won uh, one of those awards. Uh, she won a Golden Globe for, oh, I was going to say what for. Don't Damn say it. it yet. Keep it quiet. All right. Uh, who's next? We've got uh, uh, Yvonne is Greg's person. Doris Day, I love where now this is talking. going. This now is really, talking. this is a really good way. Thank you, Yvonne, because it's a way to make the game go by quicker. <laughs> to uh, to bring Doris Day Absolutely. into it. Holy shit! I might have to like go to an outside judge or something because I don't even know if I know. I know a few Doris Day movies, but that is uh, that's some old school stuff right there. Uh, and then finally. Uh, <laughs> Korea. Um, Terry Polo. Well. Wow, Terry Polo. Thank you very much, because the show's running a little long. <laughs> you know, we got it. We got plugs to do at the end and whatnot, so there's no reason to uh, drag it out for too long. So Terry <laughs> Polo, love her shirts, but she's also an actress. <laughs> And a uh, fantastic, fantastic suggestion. And <laughs> this is going to be great. All right. So it's the films of the great. I mean, all of these ladies are on their way to an EGOT. Uh, but I guess Doris didn't make it. She's no longer with us. Emma Stone, Doris Day, or Terry Polo will go Dan, Greg, Natalie, Wait, Dan, Greg, me, Natalie, and back to Dan again. Let's go around like that. Dan, what do you got? A film that features any one of those three women. Oh, Emma Stone was in Superbad. Yes, she was. Yeah. Super fun movie. Yeah. Early on in her career, she did that. Uh, <laughs> Greg? Who was in Superbad? Emma Stone. Oh, uh, La La Land. Yes, of course. La La Land. Um, I just feel like a responsibility to get some Terry Polo action going because I don't even know. I, you know who Terry Polo is? Not a clue. Okay, so this is going to be great. This is really going to help you out. Uh, meet the parents. Okay, Natalie, it's your turn. I am going to um, call a friend. You're going to your lifeline? <laughs> Terry Polo from Meet the Parents. And Doris Day from lots of movies, but before most of our times. Yeah, I would, I'm going to use And then mm -hmm. Emma Stone. You got no Emma Stone? Honestly, I'm just, you know, I'm not a movie gal. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to your lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's, uh, who was it again? Korea. It's Korea? You're supposed to say a movie that's got Emma Stone. Or uh, Doris Day, or 
your choice. Um, domestic disturbance. Terry Polo's in that? Terry Polo and dis Domestic Disturbance. That's exactly the movie I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Natalie, you're still in for a, another round. Thank you. And uh, we'll go to Dan. Can it be another Emma Stone movie? That's the idea, okay, is we're great. naming Emma Stone or Crazy, Doris Day or Terry Polo Emma has Emma Stone in it. Yes. That's right. Congratulations, Greg. So I can do any of the three actresses? See, he's, he's joking right now. I can do Doris Day. <laughs> what? I can pick Doris Day. Yeah, yeah. All three actresses, okay, all the, the, the time, the, the whole who, game. The man who knew too much with Doris Day. Yeah, there you go. See, I knew you'd know some, some Doris Days. All right, so I'm going to say <laughs> uh, meet the Fockers. Mm. Really good one. Yeah. So Natalie's out, I guess. You know what? Uh-oh. Did you think of something? I love movies. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Natalie Cuomo, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Dan's Hit going to his lifeline. Brian yep. Blockbuster Brian, what do you got? Uh, how about Poor Things? Poor Things, yes. I almost said it out loud earlier because that's what she just won the Oscar for, Poor Things. All right. Thanks, Brian. Or, I, I, she didn't win the Oscar. I, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> she won the uh, whatever that was the other night, Critics' Choice. Uh, Greg? That Touch of Mink. Yeah, see, he's going to kill it with these fucking... <laughs> Greg, Greg knows his pillow talk. Hey. That's my answer. Uh, Back to you, Dan. Oh, I had a good time. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Lamort, everybody. <laughs> it's just you and me, Greg. Calamity Jane. She's in that? Doris Day? Sounds right. That sounds legit. I mean, like I said, he, you could really pull, pull it over my, wool over my eyes when it comes to Doris Day films because I don't know. <laughs> All of them, but I'm going to guess one. Or know what? I'm going to first. I'm going to say Little Fockers because holy shit, Little Fockers, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> uh, right, Little Fockers. Yeah. And then you already had the other Fokker movie, right? That's we, the idea. As I said, all three of them. Fuck the Fockers. I was hoping to give somebody a chance. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's in all Terry Polo's in all the fucking right. movies. Uh, all those uh, fucking uh, movies. Send me no flowers. Oh, Doris shit. Day. For reals? Yeah. Because here's one I was going to guess. I was going to say, please don't eat the daisies. No. Is she in that, too? She's in both of those. Back to you, Greg. Oh, Back what? to you out in the field. <laughs> Over by your water. Uh, right. Uh, a boy with a horn. <laughs> Kirk Douglas, I Lauren I swear to God, I know you're right. I know it's Doris true, Day. but it's still cracking me up that I have no... I don't know. I think... I think I've even I think I've reached the end of my uh, Doris Day movies, but guess what? Right. Guess what? Emma Stone is my the favorite. She's in a movie called The Favorite. Greg. Uh, there's the new one with her, the Born Yes Born. Four Things. I'm so born. I just got born. The Curse. She just made a movie where she's like a robot from the 19th century or whatever. Four Things. Poor, yes, poor, you, now you've given me the answer. Yeah, because we already said it. Oh, you already said poor things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I love that she's a robot from the 19th century. Is a fun description. 
Well, isn't she? No, it's more. Fra- it's she's a Frankenstein. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Is this isn't that the same plot as Oppenheimer? Basically, <laughs> basically, most movies have a Frankenstein. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're uh, all full of monsters. Lover, lover, come back. Okay. I assume that's that sounds like a Doris Day movie. Yeah, that's a giddy. Now Greg's just gonna say movies that sound like something Doris Day would be in. I'm here for it. I love it. She was. Uh, uh, Aloha. Okay, bye. No. Emma Stone starred in Aloha. Emma Stone's in a movie called Aloha? Yeah. yeah. What the it's, fuck is that shit? It, it takes place in Hawaii, and she's supposed to be like half Japanese or something. Or, oh, no kidding. Blockbuster Brian knows. That's he knows the pain. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> eternal, eternal Fockers. <laughs> Don't we all wish that the Fockers well, were I don't know what eternal. the third one's called. Ultra Fockers. <laughs> Valley of the Ultra Fockers. No, we did all three of the Fockers. It's meet the parrots, meet the Fockers, little Fockers. Oh, so we already did them all. Yeah, well, I, don't I ha- did them all. I don't have any more. I must You're out of Doris Day? Uh, I might have another Doris Day. Yeah, think I, about it for a second. I, this is I a reach. fun education for people that don't know Doris Day movies. You've named like eight of them, I think. George Day was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I can't, I'm trying to think of the... Oh, I think, Jimmy, I, I think I thought it was. There's a Jimmy Cagney one, and she's the, a blues singer, and I can't think of the goddamn name of it. Oh, that's and, a shame. I know, right? Um, no, all right. Uh, you win anyway. Yeah. You what? You're the winner anyway. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't win. Me. I'm just playing for fun. I can't win. You did it, Greg Poops. You did it. Yeah. Good old... Because uh, in, in, uh, in Man I Do Too Much, she sings Que Sera, Sera. And then in Calamity Jane, she sings uh, Once I Had a Secret Love. Yeah, she, she was back the in horse. the day when uh, if Doris Day was in a movie, she'd have like one song. Like yeah, It wasn't yeah. a musical necessarily, but she'd have a song. Yeah. They'd let her sing something at some point. But uh, Yvonne, congratulations. Yeah. You won this sucker. If you don't mind approaching the stage, I'll hand it to hand it off to you. Oh, she did. And then um, that was close. But um, uh, see me after the show, and we'll get you on the list for the next Benson movie interruption over at Dynasty Typewriter. And uh, since you're our winner today, Greg, you get to do your plugs first. What would you like oh, to promote? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm at the Sophia in Sacramento, a cute little theater there. On the um, 10th of February, I'm at Flappers on the 8th of February in Burbank, Genesis. I'm uh, uh, the Smartest Man in the World podcast is at gregproops.com. We're doing the Greg Proops Film Club over at the Los Feliz 3 on February 7th. Jennifer hasn't picked a movie yet. Uh, last month we showed Crossing to Lancy for Christmas. And we showed The Innocents for Halloween. You know that one? With Deborah Kerr. Oh. The Innocents where the, the kids are possessed by the people who ran the house. Yeah. That's a fucking good one. Um, and I have a new album out called uh, French Drug Deal. And uh, you can get that on uh, Greg Pusser.com as well. Thank you. Oh, and Whose Line's still on. Uh, we're in our 254th great season. We started when television was powered by steam. We, no, we actually have a new season. I'm not kidding. And I'm on the 23rd, I think. Oh, okay. We shot the show. Yeah. Just turn on the CW and just leave it on. Yeah, it's on the, the CW. CW. On that, the CW. That might be why no one's known that we've been on for the last ten years, because we have been on for ten years. It on is the, CW. the uh, yeah, it's the Witness Protection Network. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but also, it's like, you know, the kids love it. The teens. It's a teen network. Oh, do they you know? fuck? Are you kidding? Yeah. So you're probably getting a lot of. Lot One of thing kids love is television. <laughs> They're devoted to it. Must see it's teen true. TV. True. Uh, but thank you, Greg. Always, thank you, Doug. Always a pleasure. I know. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, son of a... Dan Lamort, everybody. Dan Lamort. What do you want to promote, buddy? Oh, me and Natalie will be in... Don't do her plugs. Well, all our tour dates are the same. Okay, do them all then. Uh, New Westminster, British Columbia, Seattle, Boston, Phoenix, Dallas. Boston, I don't know if I said Boston. Do it twice. Yeah, what else did I it's miss? It's worth it. Oh, can right, I plug one last thing because he said Boston? Sure. I don't know what that's the rationale. Who, we're also on tour with Who's Line. We're on the road. and we're in. You said British Columbia. We're in uh, Vancouver tomorrow, today after tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you're doing a ton of cities. Nice you got so there. many cities coming up. Oh, we're no, we're low. yeah, we do like 100 dates a year. It's yeah. me, and, me and Ryan, the tall one, and Jeff Davis, the other tall one, and Joel Murray, Bill Murray's brother. So we, yeah, it's super we're, fun. We're, we're on the road for, yeah, we've done it for, yeah, Dougie's, Doug came and saw us I in, saw you in Washington, D.C., D.C. that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so, Natalie, do you have anything, do you have anything you'd like to add? Yeah, you can. Natalie I Cuomo, everybody. Thank you. Um, I have my own podcast you can check out. It's called Help with Natalie Cuomo, where I ask people for advice and uh, yeah, Dan and I will be on the road. We're going to be in the Bay Area this weekend. And then, uh, yeah, we've got Seattle, a bunch of Canadian dates coming up. And uh, What's the website to get tickets? The website, you can find them at nataliecuomo.com or you can go to Dan's website that I don't have memorized. Um, and you can find them both there. It's probably there. Ultra Dan Lamort. Yes. It's, yeah. You know, when you were watching Barbie, you could have taken time to memorize his website and then... I could have, but I, I really could have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to guilt you. I, I don't know the website either, so. <sighs> what's I your What's you the to, name of your website? You know, it's DanLamort.com. Yeah, it's about to be your last name, so shouldn't be. <laughs> oh <that>. shit! <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard to and remember. And we're we're getting married in July. Yay! Isn't that cute? Congratulations! So Ooh. awesome. First marriage. Yes. Yeah, good yeah. for you. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Uh, here's some. Uh, <laughs> here's a, uh, something I'm going to be doing. Oh, I'm going to be coming right back here to the Improv Lab on February 20th for another. Uh, for at least a few months, we're doing the third Tuesday of each month here at the lab. So uh, thank you very much to the Improv. And to all of you for coming out tonight. One more time for all of my guests, Greg Proops, Dan Lamort, Natalie Cuomo. And I always close, you know, with the uh, last line of a motion picture, but I forgot to look one up today. So I thought I'll just, uh, just to say what I assume is the last line of a specific motion picture. And uh, hopefully that'll, uh, I, I doubt if it's actually the last line, but I think it should be. Um, it's the last line of Spaceballs. <laughs> As always, may the Schwartz be with you. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of both is beautiful.
Viewing powers makes it hard.